0: What is up everybody my name is Jack Graham
1: and I'm Mac Rikers and together we are the in Collective
0: and we are here to teach you the habits and strategies to put your health and fitness first
1: and help you to feel amazing, increase your energy, gain confidence and ultimately have a bigger impact. Welcome back, friends. Uh, So this week we have a pretty awesome special guest on the podcast. It is our very first international guest. So today we'll be talking to Jess Toby all the way from Berlin in Germany. Uh, If you guys are listening to this, please, please share it on Instagram. Um, If you are a runner, especially, I feel like listen all the way to the end because you'll definitely get something out of this. Um, Yeah, we're just going to have a casual chat with Jess and talk about her running journey so far.
0: Mm. Very good.
1: Cool. So, Jess, do you want to give us a little sort of bio about you, real short and sweet?
2: Bio, yeah, sure. Um, So, my name's Jess. I'm from Australia, but um, I've been living in Berlin, Germany, for the last two years. Um, Interests include running, yoga, travel and banking. Um, And in the last year. I've sort of developed a real passion for running. Um, and just a couple of weeks
1: ago, ran my first half marathon.
0: Nice.
1: Crazy. How was your first half marathon? Like harder, easier than you thought? It it was,
2: it was amazing. Um, it was really good. Um, it was sort of an addictive, addictive thing as well. So I've got like, I'm already uh, ready for the next one. Um, it was just like training for it was, was fun. It was nice to have that thing to look forward to. Then the day, race day, the, such a huge event. The whole city of Berlin was closed off just for it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, so there were around 20,000 participants um, and hundreds of thousands of spectators. It was really quite incredible.
0: <laughs> have you ever done any kind of running race before or any kind of race?
2: No, that was my first race. Yeah. Um, I, it was sort of spontaneous. I just just booked it, put it in the calendar, and I had to train for it. And then, yeah.
0: So how far was, out? How far out was it, the booking to the actual race?
2: I actually only booked it sort of a month um, prior, um, and usually it's recommended that people uh, give it, give yourself a bit more time. But I was already sort of regularly running, so I just had to up the up the mileage a little bit. So.
0: Yeah, worked nice. it. Yeah. Um, so before you even booked it, how often were you running, and what sort of distance was it?
2: Um, typically, I'd be going sort of yeah, fifteen k's a week. So running two or three times, um, and then leading up to the race, I sort of made more of a um, more of a specific schedule, um, like a combination of um, short, faster runs, um, and then like a longer run. Um, and then, of course, making sure that there's enough time in between for rest and recovery, and that sort of thing.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, so, what's what was it like in Germany? Like, is in Berlin? Is it hilly? Is it flat?
2: <laughs> um, it's mostly flat.
0: Yeah. It's mostly
2: flat, um, and it's very green. Is what I love. Yeah. So I can always run to a lake or like run through the forest. Um, yeah. It's it's nice. Nice for running.
1: Have you booked in? I think I saw you booked in for your next half marathon already.
2: Yeah, um, it's it's twenty five kilometers, so a little bit uh, a little bit further than the half marathon. The half is um, twenty one, a bit a bit uh, over twenty one kilometers, and this one's twenty five. Um, and this is it's called the S twenty five Berlin or Big Big twenty five Berlin, and it's similar route through the city center. But what's exciting is that it starts and actually finishes um, in the Olympic Stadium, so running on the actual track that the proper athletes are running on—that's the finish line. It's exciting. That's
0: cool. So, how many people were in the first race?
2: Um, There are twenty thousand, or around twenty thousand, I believe. And usually, it's more like thirty thousand. Yeah, but it was just an amazing, amazing vibe. You know the 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 warm ups at the start together, the loud music, um, people drumming and cheering, and then it was also you know kids kids um, spectating and you you know clap their hand as you walk past and yeah really cute it was really good
0: yeah very nice um, so I guess give us a bit more background into fitness because I don't think too many people can just decide a month out that <laughs> yeah. they're gonna just run a half marathon. And then just yep. slowly increase their Ks each week and then just, yeah, go and do it. So um, like let's go back to a kid and all that sort of stuff. So like sports, activities, what were you into back then and has it kept up and what have you kept doing and what have you enjoyed doing?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as a kid, I, I, I tried out a lot of different things, but I was never a very sporty kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also as a teenager, I tried out running once, um, and it didn't really go very well. And I think that had a lot to do with sort of my own insecurities and feeling uncomfortable, you know. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know the right way to wear headphones, you know, without them falling out. Um, yeah, all sorts of things. I think I just felt a bit silly. Um, and so I didn't, I didn't keep up with it. Um, but, yeah, I think this time around um, getting into running, I mean, because I only started running, uh, December last year. Um, and it was really sort of, it wasn't out of a place like I want to lose weight or something, or the, the intentions for starting were, were really positive. And I think like mindset has a lot to do with it or it did, it did for me anyway. Um, and yeah. And I think that's, that's why it's positive because for me, it was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, and it was more for the mental benefits for me at the start. I think that's why it's, why it's become something that I really love now. It's not something that I'm like forced to do or I have to do to change myself or anything. Um, I think that's why it's sort of sustainable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, love that Mac and I always talking about how exercise and fitness shouldn't be related to how you look and goals, yeah. like although it can be a tool to reach a goal, it shouldn't be so closely tied together um and just doing it because it's enjoyable is a good thing um so going out in that first run on december um mm-hmm. how like how far did you go, and how did you feel afterwards?
2: yeah, yeah, it was cold um and because <laughs> it was uh winter time where of we decided course. to do that, and yeah. that's actually a thing because it was uh we were in a lockdown at the time winter lockdown in berlin um and we just sort of wanted to get out of the house that was also a big part of it let's go get some fresh air um yeah we layered up and i think we only went i don't know maybe one or two kilometers um we just yeah i think it was it was hard but we came back and yeah it was a really nice feeling i mean endorphins Uh. endorphins Flowing, um, feeling of accomplishment and just, yeah, to get out in the fresh air. Uh, I think another thing about it was, you know, tracking the run. It, it, um, it's also nice that you can see your progress. You can see what you've done. That was also something that I found sort of motivating. Uh, yeah, but I think I just really liked how it felt, like also mentally, um, to get out and do that and have um, a little break, get out into nature. That also had a lot to do with it.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, So over the next couple of months, did you run into any injuries or um, like, because a lot of people that start to run sort of run into a lot of injuries, not injuries, but sort of niggles, especially if the ankles, knees, hips and that sort of stuff. Um, Did you come across any of those and what did you do to sort of help prevent it or get over them and that sort of stuff? Uh,
2: I didn't, I didn't really have any injuries um, that I was struggling with at the start I think because I I was really sort of gentle in my approach at the start, and I really sort of listened to my body, um, and I I took it really easy. I started off really slow, um, and I recognized when I needed to have a break, and I'd have a break, and then I sort of just really slowly increased my mileage. Um, yeah, and always always listening out and 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 feeling like. Can I, can I do this today? Can I go a bit further today? Or do I need to have a rest? Uh. So I didn't, I didn't really struggle too much um, at the start. Training for the half marathon was a different story. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, well, before we go, I did want to go this. But before we do, I think that's a big <laughs> takeaway for everybody listening, right? When you come from a place of just trying to enjoy it and go out and do it, you're not forced to go out every single day and... You know, you might not feel like it, but it's like because it's a goal, you have to go and do it. And that's when the sort of injuries start popping up mm. because of overuse issues and going out every single day because you have to where if you're just doing it to enjoy it, it's okay to miss a day and listen to your body. Um, so, yeah, going into obviously adding more volume, what happened there? Yeah,
2: um, it, as I was training for the half marathon, I, yeah it was it was a lot of training. I was yeah running a lot, um, and then I started to notice some problems with my knee. Uh, I saw a physio and um, was recommended to try out some foam rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I did a bit of that and um, yeah rested for a little while, and then it sort of sort of come good now, and it wasn't really a problem during the race. Now it's okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you need to be aware of that when you're when you're kind of really upping your mileage, that you're having enough time to rest as the problems pop up.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so you said you're sort of tracking your how often you're doing and how long you're going and all that sort of stuff. Um, dive into that a little bit. What do you use to track your runs and all all that?
2: Yeah, I used to, I was always using the Adidas app um, just because it was nice a nice little. I loved the little um, words of encouragement as you're going like yeah. you know come on, this is your pace and it was nice and I like just seeing on the map where I've been and and all that but I have recently started using Strava yeah. um, I had lots of people messaging me saying you should use Strava because um, I guess it's more it's more of like a social networking for for running and you can support each other and give each other kudos on on a run. Uh, and I've been enjoying that so far, and that's also got the function to to encourage you as you're going and little
1: talk in your ear. So that's good as well.
2: Yeah, nice.
0: Yeah, very good.
1: Did you when you started training for the half marathon? Because you're obviously running a lot more. Did you find that you had to change your diet at all? Like, did you were you like way more hungry than before? Uh, yeah, I think like
2: so. At sort of at the same time that I started running. I, I changed the way that I approached eating as well. It sort of just happened at the same time, really naturally. Uh, and I started to think about nutrition and I started to think about, uh, am I, am I actually eating like the, the best diet for me? Am I eating the foods that I know are going to make me feel good? And so right at the start of the journey, I'd say, um, I, yeah, my whole, my whole attitude behaviors and sort of, Making sure that I'm eating intuitively and eating when I'm hungry, um, making a bit more of an effort to eat the foods that I know are going to be good, good for me. Um, and so, yeah, in in the uh, when it, when I'm training, I do notice like yeah, a bit more hunger. And so, yeah, I eat a bit more. And also, because there's so much uh, so much exercise, I, I also need the food. I really, I it's it's hard sometimes to to make sure I'm meeting my calories. to to stay at maintenance when I'm running so much and your body tells you that your body tells you, you need more food now.
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's one of the good things about you starting for like a mental side of it rather than weight loss, because a lot of people would start running and then also eat way less and then not it's like counteractive you know by doing those two things whereas if it's coming from like a more of an internal place then it's you're going to eat more because you want to be able to run more yeah yeah
0: 100 percent um what else you got? so what's coming up next so you've done you've booked into the next one what does your training look like now is it different to what it was before the first one
2: it's basically the same. Just I'm just running a little bit further. Yeah. Um, yeah. So working on that endurance and doing some more uh, longer runs. Uh, yeah. But but uh, so I'm happy at the moment. Now I've got a rest day and a rest day tomorrow as well. So that's nice. And next week's uh, going to be the the hardest week of my training because then uh, because the race is already in sort of three and a half weeks towards the end. I toned down the training so it's a bit more chill towards the end (laughs) uh give, give your body that rest that it needs um yeah so lots of running is happening right now but also also lots of yoga and stretching in between and
1: yeah getting ready for it
0: nice um so is that structured or is it just going off field on how much you're running and all that sort of stuff
2: yeah it's structured i uh when i was training for the half marathon i just did a bit of research on half marathon training plans that other people have put up um, and recommended sort of mileage um, and uh, what sort of different types of runs you should be incorporating. Uh, and so I didn't, I didn't make mine exactly one-to-one with what I found online because it's also uh, important to take into account what you can do what, and what you know um, is good for you. And, and also when you write out the schedule, uh, maybe one day you're not, you're not feeling it or maybe one day you're feeling you can go a bit harder. So it's all, you can change it all. Uh, yeah, but I do, I do make my own, like, little structure. I write it down in my calendar with little boxes to tick because I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> love ticking boxes. Yeah,
1: um, and I mark in rest, rest days and, and all that. Cool. Uh. Um, when you come back to Australia, do you have any plans to do, like, a Mel- will, will you be living in Melbourne? Will you do, like, a Melbourne marathon or anything when you come back over here? I live in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, is there a Melbourne marathon?
2: Yep. I haven't oh, looked into it. There is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I definitely want to do it. I definitely want to do a marathon, um, maybe next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm completely, completely open to, to wherever it is. Um, cause yeah, also it would also be exciting to do it in, in Melbourne, but also, you know, anywhere in the world to travel somewhere for it, I think would be also an amazing experience. Yeah. Definitely want to do a marathon maybe next year. Um, I'd also like to maybe before I move back to Australia, try some trail running. Like I, I I don't know too much about that, but I've seen what, from what I've seen, it looks like combining running and hiking, um, and running and being in nature. And that sounds awesome. So I'd love to try that as well, maybe in the mountain Bavaria or Yeah. We'll
0: see yeah that would be mm-hmm. awesome i've done a bit of that in australia but the mountains here ah, aren't in
2: much australia
0: much over there so <laughs> they're yeah. more like hills here compared to there yeah. so it would be cool to do it over there
2: yeah yeah running up hills hmm. we'll see <laughs> 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 yeah
0: um so i think like there's some good lessons to learn in how you actually started running so anybody sort of thinking about, because Australia, we're still in lockdown, everybody's sort of getting very restless and wants to start moving. And um, we're seeing that a lot. A few people, a lot of people are running because it's an easy option. You don't really need anything. You just need a pair of shoes and off you go. So it seems like you had a good journey to start with um, from a good mindset, all that sort of stuff. You've come through without any injuries or anything really, which is, awesome to see Mm. because a lot of people stuff that up. So what advice would you give to people coming, you know, they're sort of in a sort of healthy environment but haven't really run before, what tips have you or what things sort of stood out to you that worked best for you that you can pass on to other people?
2: Yeah. I think uh, one thing I'd say is that a a lot of people, I think, have a negative attitude towards running. They think, I don't want to do that, that's hard, Um, it's not fun, whatever. I'd, I'd try and think about your attitude towards it and maybe try and reframe it um, because, because it's nice to look at it from a different perspective and think, I'm not, I'm not going out for a run because I want to change my body or, oh, I have to be fit, I, I need to do something, whatever. I think maybe thinking, maybe I'll go for a run because I've heard that it's really nice to get a change of scenery or um, to go out and get some fresh air or, you know, maybe, maybe I'll notice a nice impact on my mental health or, uh, my confidence or my self-esteem, you know, thinking, thinking a bit differently about it because it shouldn't, it shouldn't be just seen as something that has physical health benefits. It actually has a lot of mental health benefits. And that was, that was why I got into it. And, um, that's why I, I love it so much. And, uh, yeah, I've noticed so many long-term uh, benefits. I mean, I noticed things from the start, but now that I reflect, it really has it really has changed my life a lot. Uh, and it's it's not just it's something to do with the you know setting goals and then noticing your progress so so quickly uh, and and feeling really like like you've really fulfilled your goals. And so when you notice that you can do that with something like running you know, you, you build up slowly, it really shows you that in other areas of your life you can do that as well. So that's why I think it's such a good thing for building
1: confidence and self-esteem. Yeah. So much more than running, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
0: nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's great and I think that everybody should take that on board no matter what they're trying to do. Um I think running is just one of those easy things you can do and you don't even have to run to start with. You can just get out and start walking and then build from there. And like you said, see the improvement in your health, mental health. Yeah. um, And then it sort of flows on into your life as well.
1: So let's just take a tangent for a little minute. Um, Other than running, you also study. I'd agree. Did you want to tell everyone a little bit about what that is and why you chose to start that just so they can get a bit of background on Jess? Yeah, sure.
2: Um, I just started last week, actually, my Master of Social Work with Melbourne Uni. Yeah, the plan was to be in Melbourne studying that, but I'm studying it uh, in Berlin online, online anyway, if I were to be in Melbourne. Uh, yeah, and I got into social work because, uh, yeah, really because my, my passion for, for mental health and um, I'd love to work in mental health eventually, um, but also I'm open because basically with social work, you're, you're working with vulnerable populations and I'm also really open to what area of work I get into. Yeah, I, I, love, I love everything that I've heard of it so far. It's, it's really, really interesting.
1: Cool. That's so exciting. Mm. <laughs> Um, I did have another question, but I've forgotten it now.
0: So i I just sort of step on that a little bit, but it's pretty cool how you can really get educated from any university these days anywhere in the world. But, and it's crazy to think you would be doing it online in Melbourne or you're in Berlin doing it and it's exactly the same course. Like, yeah, true. It's amazing how things yeah. are that way.
2: Yeah, I, even one I had a tutorial and... Uh, one one guy in my group was like, out of his window you could see the campus, and so so he's right on campus, and I'm kind of on the other side of the world. Couldn't get much further away. Um, <laughs> Does but it doesn't matter. Like we're both we're both learning online. Or even though the campus is outside his front door, he's he's not studying there. He's studying in his bedroom, just like I'm studying from my room.
0: You know?
1: Yeah, that's it's, crazy. It's a lot. Yeah.
0: Um, so what took you to Berlin in the first place?
2: Um, my partner.
0: <laughs> I met my partner
2: in, in Melbourne. Um, he was a backpacker. We lived there for a couple of years together. And um, that was sort of around the time I was finishing my bachelor's degree. He wanted to start his bachelor's degree. And so we moved here. Yeah. And that's almost finished. And then plan is back to Australia. Then after that, we don't know.
0: There's hmm. future problems. Yeah. <laughs> um what are the biggest differences i guess sort of just living wise society wise health wise what's sort of the different vibe i guess from melbourne to berlin
2: uh there's a lot <laughs> yeah, it,
0: right.
2: took, it took a lot to it took a lot to navigate sort of the the cultural differences mm-hmm. um and I'm feeling, I'm feeling now like I'm pretty well integrated and I understand the, uh, the culture. I've learned the culture, I've learned the language and um, I feel quite integrated now. Um, specific examples, I don't, know, I don't know what I could really say at the top of my head. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an awesome place to live. It's beautiful and I love it. Um, but, but it is different to Australia, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think, like, the running community here is, is really cool. I think, like, yeah, a lot of people in my experience that I've met who are into running are, are just cool people. Like, here, even running around this area, there's a, there's a little. If you are not, they'll give you a smile or a little wave, and, and that's really nice.
0: Yeah. Nice. Um, you did just <laughs> drop out there for a second, so <laughs> apologies for that. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, that's a good another good topic to sort of talk about as well, like people going out for running. Like it's it's better when you're doing this sort of stuff in groups. Like it yeah. holds you more accountable. It's a lot more enjoyable. It's a lot more social. You're meeting new people, and your environment's changing to be around healthy and fit people. Um, so how did you go about finding a sort of people like-minded getting into the running and then did you start running and bump into people or is it something you found on social media or
2: uh I think sort of yeah social media um has been has been helpful uh yeah I I'm excited to sort of make more connections I just started my page for it and already I've been able to connect with some with some cool people um yeah um there's a, like a running community is really sort of active online and you can also, um, you know, with, with, uh, through apps like Strava, uh, follow, follow other people's progress and support them, uh, and things like that. Yeah. It's pretty easy to find a, a supportive community online these days. Yeah. I feel yeah.
1: like one, amazing thing living in berlin would be that you can just go to like surrounding countries like i saw that not long ago you were in italy for a couple of days have you been anywhere else to and like had the chance to run and like have different change of scenery
2: yeah and actually since i've started running i've been that person who like i remember seeing memes about like um imagine marrying into a family and finding out that they go on 5k runs on (laughs) home and and like that's me that's me now and um and but it's but it's just so cool it's so cool to wake up early when you're traveling like somewhere amazing and run through the city or wherever you are and see it while everyone's still asleep it's a whole different perspective uh even yeah in a place like I think I was in like Cinque Terre in Italy and that's that's really busy. Um, like it's very, very touristy, but, um, but it's also so beautiful and so amazing. And I I found that people aren't really up and about until like around 10 AM. Wow. You you can get up and go for a run at eight and you've basically got it to yourself. And that's amazing. Uh, yeah. I I was running in Lisbon. We were in Lisbon in Portugal a few weeks ago and I did, did some running around there, which, sort of not not practical at the start because that was very uh very hilly but then I, I found a flat track eventually um and then yeah next week uh next week we're in Croatia and that's also yeah my my week where I'm doing the most running so it'll oh <laughs> be interesting you're gonna have to find yeah find some place to run do my big run there
1: that's amazing yeah. it's so cool you can just go to other places so easily Whereas here, yeah. if you drive like four hours, you're in the middle of the dirt. Hundred <laughs>
2: percent, yeah. <laughs> and and that was that's a novelty that's still not worn off of me, you know. Because uh, when I was at uni, you know, and then traveling home to the countryside, that was sort of three and a half, four hours each time, and you can drive through a few countries here in that time, that's driving nuts. from country to country, and it's really amazing when you when you go over um, when you, when you enter a new country you sort of immediately notice uh, the differences. Like, you know, you, you've just crossed the border sort of thing and you already notice, like, in the architecture, um, how how the new country sort of starts and the one that you've just passed finishes. It's yeah. really interesting.
1: Yeah. That's amazing because really a border is just, it's just an imaginary line, like, yeah. and it has such yeah. a big like, impact.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool how that... <laughs> Like running is one of those things where you don't need, like I said, don't need anything and you can go on a holiday and it's awesome you can go to a different country and continue working towards your goal and all you need is your pair of shoes. Yeah, Um, exactly. And although here in Australia we can't really dream about travelling just yet, but um, Mm -hmm. it is good when you travel. I've done it as well, when you, you just find a new place and you just go running. We, I, I like to walk. I don't run too much. <laughs> bit, bit big to be running, but, um, um, but, yeah, it's, and I think people can sort of do that at home as well. I think a lot of people take for granted where they live
1: mm.
0: and just getting up at the break of dawn and going for a run wherever you are, like, it, it's different and it's worth doing. Again, even if you don't run, just go for a walk at that time. It's worth it.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, also in, in lockdown, I mean, like I said, it started as a lockdown hobby for me. I think um, for those that are in lockdown right now and finding it hard, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's, it's an excuse um, to get outside and it's one of, the, one of the few things that are allowed and that are really safe for you to do. I mean, to get out and get some fresh air, get, to, get a change of scenery, you know, get out of the house. Yeah, can't recommend it enough.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Cool. Do you have any questions that you wanted to ask us at all that could maybe help you, or just general questions, like anything that you've got? Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. I um, so after my half marathon, I I realized pretty quickly that I did something wrong with my sort of immediate uh, recovery or whatever after the race. Um, and the evening after I had an awful, awful headache, the worst I've experienced. And I even started to get sort of like a fever. Um, it was really bad. And, but anyway, I slept, slept it off. And the next morning I was good again. (laughs) Um, the, the idea, what my guess of what happened is that I didn't have enough electrolytes or something straight after, and maybe the water I was having sort of, wasn't wasn't doing much because I'd lost so much salt during the race. So I just wanted to ask, uh, what are your tips for for recovering or, or what you do after a really long, strenuous exercise?
0: You, do you want to go first? I was
1: just going to, I've never really done a long, strenuous thing like that, but we did do Spartan one year and it was super hot and a few people experienced that same thing um but Jack and I didn't like out of the group of people that we did it with and the only thing that I can say we did differently was obviously we ate better than those people but you already eat well and we took the little gel packs which I see you've just started using as well like to top you (laughs) up because like if you are just drinking water and sweating I feel like it just goes straight through you and you're not really using it efficiently I guess Mm -hmm. and also eating like a carb heavy meal afterwards is really important because you're using so much energy and it's like the fastest way to replace your energy. Mm.
0: Yeah. Cool. So a couple of tips there, and that is very common for a lot of people. Um, I've experienced it. I know a lot of people that have experienced it. Um, So one mistake that people do make when they're getting into running, eating healthy and all that sort of stuff, um, there's no salt in their diet. So Obviously, if you go for eating processed food, takeaway food, all that sort of stuff, there's a lot of salt in it. Um, and then when you go to eating healthy, there's no salt in fruit, vegetables, meat, all that sort of stuff. So just making sure that you have salt in your diets all the time is going to help as well. Um, just a good quality salt as well. Obviously, quality is everything. Um this is probably good to practice before your race, especially because this one's going to be a little bit longer. Um, carb loading, it, it is a thing. So actually having enough energy for your body to do the race so you're not depleting everything while you're racing and then just feeling like shit afterwards. Um, make sure you're eating a lot of carbohydrates and getting a lot of electrolytes and all that sort of stuff before the race, so the day before. Um this, how long you got until the next race?
2: About three weeks.
0: Hmm. So on your – I'd try sort of in about a week and a half on your next longest run, try and do a carb load beforehand and just see how it feels, see how your body reacts to it, um, and try and carb load, load in the morning as well so you have enough energy to get through the race. Um But, again, that's something you want to try before you go and actually have a race um, because everybody's body sort of is a little bit different when it comes to that sort of stuff. Um, And, you know, you might react differently to carb, different carbs and then on the race day you already got the end, like, you know, like you said, it's a big event, everything's going crazy, so your adrenaline's through the roof anyway, and then sometimes those carbs might come back up during the race. Um, So you want to try and practice that beforehand. Um, And, yes, gels, all that sort of stuff during the race is very helpful. Um, And, again, to try, there is formulas out there that you can research to see how many electrolytes and carbs you should have during the race, but... Um, it's just good to try how much you can actually get in during the race because um, it's going to help you finish the race off stronger and keep that pace that you want to stick to during the race. Afterwards, um, water, carbs, and electrolytes a lot of. Um, but, yeah, it's more what you do before the race than afterwards on how you'll feel up the night after and that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah. Okay, thanks so much. That's... <laughs> Very helpful. Okay, cool.
0: Um, do you get many cramps or anything like that?
2: Um, uh, cramps, I haven't, I haven't had um, huge problems with. Mm. Um, but yeah, another question I wanted to ask was um, because yeah, with uh, in regard to sort of the knee pain that I was having, um, and I was recommended to do some foam rolling, um, and it was to do with sort of that the muscles uh, in your in your quads. Are getting tight um, and you need to loosen those up because otherwise they then put pressure on like the ligaments in your knee uh, i wanted to ask what you guys think about sort of stretching and foam rolling and how often it should be done um and how intensely one should be stretching before or after a run
0: what are you what are you guys thoughts on that um yeah, I'll probably go on a tangent with this one as well.
2: well <laughs> I'm ready.
0: <laughs> so um, they're all good tools. So you probably want to more activate muscles before run and then stretch afterwards. Um, so that could – but um, so yeah, I don't know how to attack this. <laughs> what are you trying to think of? Oh, so – um, whenever you loosen a muscle off, so, so yeah, your quad's getting super tight, um, loosen it off, but you also want to strengthen it up. So this is a thing that a lot of physios and that miss. So it's all good to loosen it off and all that sort of stuff. But the reason it is getting super tight because something is weak. Um, so if your quad's tight, generally it could be your hamstring that's weak. So loosen off your quad and then do some strengthening things. That could just be glute bridges or um, seated Uh, leg pikes so um, you can google those just um those sort of things just to strengthen up as well um so instead of say spending 20 minutes foam rolling or stretching out do 10 minutes of stretching or foam rolling and then 10 minutes of just strength work um so it could just be single leg balancing type things just to sort of strengthen up those muscles after you've loosened them off um that's probably going to get That'll probably give you more benefit than just foam rolling and stretching on its own, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That's really good uh, tip. I was, because uh, I'll be honest, my training hasn't involved um, heaps more than running. Yeah. <laughs> and getting the vibe that that's, uh, I should probably change that. And I'd, I'd, I've thought already about in the future when I train for something like a marathon, I need to get more serious about getting the muscles stronger as well so that it's easier on my body not taking so much of a toll
0: yeah Yeah. Uh, all right yes just just think like just single leg work balance work um glute work super easy you can just google those um, and like if you really struggle and just hit us up and we'll, we'll give you some type of program
2: okay cool
1: thank you Cool. Is that all the questions you've got for us?
2: i uh, I think so, yeah. That yeah. that was really, really helpful. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you guys. For
0: those tips.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you have any questions left for Jess? Um no, don't think so. That cool. was good.
1: So Jess's Instagram, her running Instagram, if anyone wants to follow on her journey and get all of her running tips that I'm sure she'll be posting, um, is jessie, J-E-S-S-I-E underscore running. So make sure you follow her. Um, Cool. It was awesome to talk to you about everything. Thank you. It was
2: so nice to chat to you guys. Yeah.
1: A lot of fun. Cool. We'll have to talk to you again good. soon after your next half marathon and maybe in preparation for your full marathon because that will be exciting.
2: Yeah, sounds good. You can check in on me and see that I'm actually uh, doing some strength training as well. Hold me accountable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, Cool. So, again, thanks, everybody, for listening in and tuning in. If you got something out of this, please share it with some friends, share it on social, tag us all. Don't forget to tag Jess as well Um, and share the love. Help us reach some more people. Um, Thanks again for tuning in and we'll talk to you all in the next episode. Bye.